Welcome to the Televerse, streaming in place. Avatar, the last airbender. I called it. I called Noel's name. I called it at like 1030 last night. <laughs> Successfully predicted. Yeah. That's the only called it I'm going to get for the entire season, I bet. Anyway, sorry. Well, and I was going to say, hello, everybody. Welcome to Streaming in Place. <laughs> Today, we're talking about Avatar The Last Airbender, book three, Fire, episodes two and three, The Headband and The Painted Lady. And while there, yeah, I was going to say, while there's some things that people sort of were expecting, I don't think we were anticipating, I gotta, gotta get loose, get loose, <laughs> right? Like, it was... I was just delighted to have a Footloose episode. And then, you know, like, Candyman, sort of? Like, mm -hmm. it's just... The 80s homages in these two episodes, I had kind of forgotten how well that they would pair together. And I'm very excited to discuss them and hear Allison's reactions to everything, because it, they're just... I, I remember them being good episodes, but watching them together for this, I just went, oh, we planned this so well. <laughs> <laughs> So, Elson, what did you think of the headband in our Footloose episode? Uh, you know, if I, I can easily see a universe in which I would have jokingly predicted that Aang and company would attempt to Footloose a Fire Nation town. Like, I really think I like I would have said that and I would have been joking and then I would have been right. And it would have been awesome. Um, <laughs> like, what an absolute delight. And I think that both of these episodes absolutely work really well together. And not just because of the 80s homages, but because they're these wonderful glimpses of what it's like for these children to be traveling on the errand in which they're traveling. And the moments that they sort of find for themselves to do the things that matter to them. Um, and for Aang, obviously it's spreading the, spreading the good word of dancing um, as a, you know, a, a symbol of freedom, but he also gets to just be a kid. And for Katara, you know, it's not, it's not great that she lies. Mm -hmm. uh, and I hope those berries were safe. For poor Appa, they they were safe for Toph, so they're okay, okay. for Okay, okay, good. <laughs> um, but her sort of realizing where she draws the line and what matters to her, and also recognizing what the consequences can be if she doesn't think things through all the way, and sort of reclarifying her relationship with Sokka in terms of the team. Like, there's a bunch of really interesting, deep stuff going on in both of these episodes, and they're both just really fun, too. Mm -hmm. um, and they felt like such a nice sort of breath of fresh air after all of the epic intensity. And these were still epic and intense, but in a very different way. I could not have been more delighted with both of them. Mm -hmm. Noel, uh, what stood out this time? So I really focused on, because I haven't watched, I haven't watched these episodes in a while. So I really focused on everyone's, um, hello, fellow Fire Nation kids, um, of them attempting to infiltrate everyone, because it was just like, all of this is very good. I think it's just really delightful. Um, I enjoyed Aang's whole, there was no air nomad army being a historical revisionist in the Fire Nation or re-revisionist, um, however that works, of like, they didn't 
have an army. Well, were you there a hundred years ago? No, I was not. <laughs> I'm going to sit down now because I am from a colony. Um, <laughs> yeah, no, I think it's really, really good. And I think that one of the things I really like about, particularly about the headband, and we can talk more about the painted ladies kind of separately, is that I like this idea of them incorporating the idea of colonization within to within to the like going to like a fire nation like town and what does that mean and how do they think about the colonies and their fact that they're willing to roll with a lot of what kuzan does mm-hmm. they chalk up to him being from an earth nation colony and they just kind of go with it um down to even like the idea that his parents have the last name fire feels like a very refugee immigrant sort of deal of we're trying to blend in. We're going to change our last name to fire. And I, all the layers of that, I think that get baked into this episode and then it becomes a dance party. This episode's just so smart and delightful. And I really, really love it. Mm-hmm. Marcus said, uh, I'm happy we got to this episode because the Netflix autoplay trailer always starts with, hi, Kuzan, hi, Anji, which with Aang's voiceover, which always left me wondering. So that (laughs) explains it. Uh, Diego says, I didn't know I needed Fire Nation slang, but I did. Flamio! Yeah. And uh, and Keenan says, damn it, I was going to make my name Sapphire Fire. And I forgot, you know, Katara always on top of the ridiculous like family uh, names that they come up with. What was the earth nation one? Like some of the Papadopoulos or whatever. Yes. It was like very, very long. Um, uh, Sapphire, uh, Sapphire. <laughs> She's Keenan. Uh, says I laughed. She and Sokka are genuinely hilarious. Diego wants to know, did uh, Sokka and Katara pull in Mrs. Doubt fire? <laughs> very nice. <laughs> Well the, done. The 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 ridiculousness of of that parent teacher conference was so great. I like the beer and 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 Sokka keeping it. He's like, no, it's it's just part of me now. It's you know, I love it. I just love it so much. I'm going to send him to reform school, by which I mean the coal mines. It's just like, oh. <laughs> very good it's very good so bad and terrible and i love it the like just everybody like the glow up when they all get their like fire nation blending in robes or whatever super fun um the like that we get the little moment right of katara with her mother's necklace um there's there's some really there's some some really good character beats us at the beginning of the episode, but for me, it's all about once he's in the school. And like you said, Noel, that the history lesson and like the, the indoctrination that we're seeing the pledge and everything, which is super creepy. Um, and like, I was, I, because I'm me, um, they're in the music class and I was like, well, that's not how those kinds of horns work, but this scene <laughs> is delightful. So I don't care. <laughs> <laughs> um, watching just like Aang process and experience and deal with the the very different life that these kids have versus what he grew up with and what he's currently experiencing, you know, as the Avatar and with everything going on, it was it was neat and it was um you know I like 
folding in the oh we were gonna learn about that secret tunnel a river right though that would be perfect for our thing if you want us to leave i guess we can't like (laughs) they really hit the character dynamics um scotty says i feel like it's a sneaky to get imperialism too ignorance of the colonies by people in the mainland leaves them vulnerable to infiltration sneaky kids will teach their children to dance um yes it's it is very on the nose with this anti-imperialism this episode and that is a okay with that with me at least um it is not subtle and that you know some things don't need to be subtle so i was very much here for it you know i i mentioned this already in brief but i sort of want to touch on it more the other thing that really impressed me about this one is that it's so joyful while also underlining the inherent tragedy of the fact that this kid doesn't really get a childhood. You know what I mean? Like he and we've seen that in flashbacks that we've seen what it what it was like for him when they told him he was the avatar. Um, so that's an idea that we've already seen. But the joy and the delight of him just getting to hang out with kids after school and learn things and have, you know, some structure in his life. It just was, it's very sad, but the fact that they were able to tell this story that's about freedom and connection and optimism with that being the basis for it, with that being sort of what creates it, I thought was really remarkable. Um, also the choreography of the dance was so cool. Mm-hmm. Um, I assume what Aang whispered to Katara was, let's just, it'll be like we're bending, but without the bending. And that's how they knew all of their choreography. Uh-huh. Maybe. I don't know. But it was great. It was amazing. And um, I'm still not sure if I'm shipping it, but it was very, very charming. Um, I am worried, however, and this will maybe allow us to segue into the next one if we want to. It sure does seem like they're leaving a trail of bending things that aren't fire behind them because we see um, one of Aang's classmates watches Toph close up the cave behind them. Um, and then obviously there's water bending and air bending both in the next episode. So, um, so I have some concerns about... Um, their stealth, particularly Sokka, who likes to apparently just yell about how they're going to take on the Earth King. No, sorry, the Fire King, Fire Lord Ozai. But um, yeah, but I'm still just generally very delighted. When they were doing those awesome flips, slow-mo flips, I'm like, his headband is going to fall off. What are you doing? Don't flip so- upside down. Um, but it was very cool. Apparently the dance, uh, the tr- like the traditional dance that they were doing is based on capoeira, uh, which I oh, thought cool. was really cool. At least that's what Wikipedia says. And Wikipedia would never be wrong. I'm sure sure we all know. Um, Keenan says, uh, on the one hand, oh, this is so condescending. The Avatar shouldn't be in school. But on the other hand, oh, yes, he should. He is a child. He should play with friends. Absolutely. Diego says, favorite animal, camelephant. Camelephant? Camelephant. Mentioned, not shown, but I hope we see it sometime. Also, I love the updated character design with the Fire Nation outfits. They look cool. They definitely do. That that music was catchy, too. Like, the the whole vibe of the dance party was pretty great. Yeah, it is. And uh, Sapphire Fire, previously known as uh, Keenan Caldwell, notes that uh, my boy Sokka looks badass. And one of the things I really like about this, um, the redesigns for everyone in terms of costuming, is that Sokka's hair on his sides has grown out, so it's no longer shaved uh, like it was for the first two seasons. So it's more in line with, like, he's maybe matured into, like, 
cultural ideas of manhood and everything within the water tribe. So I really like that. And speaking of um, animals, we have like toucan puffins, mm-hmm. which are enemy <laughs> birds. They're enemy birds. But also very cute. But they're also very cute. And then we had a cow buffalo. I don't know what that bovine creature was. But it was a very large cow of some kind. Hippo cow. Hippo cow. That's what it was, Marcus. Thank you. It was a hippo cow. Yeah. Yeah. Which I love that the cute animals (laughs) cute animals love Sokka. And he begrudgingly accepts it is a fun runner. Yeah. I hope that continues. Yeah. Um, do we have... Oh, sorry, go ahead. Well, I was like, we do need to talk a little bit before we go to the Painted Lady, which has no B-plot. Um, mm-hmm. We do need to talk about the B-plot in the headband and Zuko. Yeah. And you're so beautiful when you hate the world. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, Zuko and May. Yep, yep. Uh, they are delightful together. They're just so perfectly matched for a teen, like, soap. It's, like, it's very good. I'm very much here for it. Uh, and of course we get our scene with, with Iroh and just, like, oh, man. If, if it wasn't, if, if Iroh wasn't rotting in jail, it would be hilarious because it's just so, Zuko is dealing with a lot, but he's just doing it in the most stereotypical angsty teen way that I had to keep reminding myself that it is very like legit the stuff that he's dealing with like there's this is serious like years of abuse and trauma and neglect like that's where he's coming from so it's not it shouldn't be funny to me when he's being so stereotypically angsty um Keenan says Iroh is breaking my damn heart and yeah uh, Diego says, says, I still held a slight sliver of hope that there was double cross coming with Iroh, but no. No. Allison, Allison where are you yeah. at with Iroh and Zuko? And <sighs> he's not mad. He's just disappointed. Um, God, it's, it's just, it's really good animation because like Sapphire Fire, a.k.a. Keenan, um, Iroh is just breaking my heart and you can watch it, it's like Zuko is attempting all of the things that normally work because that is how he has learned to cope only it doesn't matter how troubled you're, you are there are some things that you just can't do to the people's the people that you love and I'm sure that eventually Iroh is going to forgive him and we're going to get back on the Zuko redemption arc train but um, I appreciate that there are real consequences and that Iroh is making those clear and you know and healing himself and um, being sad in prison it's just it's very sad um and uh, Azula remains the worst. Yep, it is known. Um, well, our second episode is The Painted Lady. And like I had two things that stuck out, st- stuck out to me uh, about this one. First of all, Toph going, let's clean the river. It's <laughs> hilarious. Um, that happened way too quick. I was like, is Steven around there kissing things? Like, what's happening? No, no, no. This it's, is way too fast. It, it would take so long for that river yeah. to restore itself. Just, but it's a happy ending, yeah. so let, let's, we're going to take it because you know the world is doomed right now. Um, so let's, let's take the win. Um, and the other thing is, just it was so cool to get this kind of Katara centric episode and to watch her just 
be a badass and to be so clear in her convictions and what, like who she wants to be and what she's willing to do. And then also just to see how she decides to do that to like, I wouldn't have assumed Katara will go for stealth, but um, you know, this, it does have the feel of like, eh, well, my big brother's no, it's better to ask for forgiveness than permission. Cause he will say no. Um, so I thought that that was, uh, that was an interesting, but very in character uh, choice for her. And I really liked, you know, the design of the painted lady and watching her embrace that and like watching her like float over the water. Like, I'm not quite sure how she does that with just water bending, but it's very cool. It is very cool. <laughs> yeah. I was trying to think of the physics. I mean, I guess like the wave. Yeah. I got nothing. I would be a terrible waterbender, but it is very cool. Um, one of the things that I loved about this one is it's just that it is on the surface a pretty straightforward story in that Team Avatar comes into conflict about how much they should be engaging with individual problems when there's a bigger problem. And that's the story and that is what they're dealing with. But then they manage to fold in issues of like, is it right for Katara to take advantage of this piece of mythology of this belief in order to achieve her ends and in doing so is she opening them up to further attack and what happens when you don't talk to the people that you're trying to help about what it is they need and uh, like it just it got into a whole bunch of really complicated little issues in a very simple straightforward way i mean it, it's on the surface it's so simple and there's so much going on underneath it um so that was one of the things that really struck me w once katara is outed the sort of reversal and then the reversal of the reversal um i thought was really effective and watching how Sokka, the other thing was watching how Sokka and Aang and Toph all individually reacted to what was happening and um, their responses being different levels of surprising. I loved the idea that Aang was just immediately on board. Um, I think I think that's really in character and really in keeping with who he is and what he believes in. We know that he doesn't like lies, but on the other hand, this is obviously a thing that they should be doing. And he would think it was so cool that she was a superhero. And then Sokka being so frustrated, but at the end of the day, this is his sister. And of course he's going to help. I thought was wonderful. Um, and then I, I just, I guess I just really hope that Appa liked those berries. <laughs> uh, Keenan and Marcus both said, um, she, maybe she's making ice like surfboards or skating, like little pads of ice that she's then propelling that she's hovering. So like you don't see it, but like, it's just under the water. And so that's how it looks like she's floating, uh, which I wouldn't have thought of that, but yes, that makes sense. Well done. Thank you. Scotty says in that way, uh, like about what you were saying, Allison, this episode is a grown up answer to the, the, um, the great divide, um, the town that Aang retold the fairy tale of their history to, um, so where it's like a similar, you know, stepping in, adopting the mythology of this group of people and then, uh, going from like adjusting that in a way that isn't necessarily appropriate culturally, um, but you know, out of a sense of the, the greater good. And this, so this like starts with that and then explores it in a lot more depth. So yeah. Uh, Diego says, I like Sokka's color coded schedule is great. He's such a nerd and I love it. I also, yeah, I'm, I love a binder. I have a whole bookshelf here full of 
color-coded binders and everything. Um, so I'm all here for that. And then also just like the notion like, we couldn't possibly have a bathroom break and a lunch break at the same time. That's ridiculous. Like someone has not been on road trips with their family. <laughs> uh, so growing up, my extended family are all in Wisconsin. So it was like five hours in the car at least every other weekend. Uh, so yeah, like the notion or, and like using, a like, like multi-day car trips to get to family vacations and things where it's like, oh no, we, we, we will, get, we will stop for a potty break as Marcus points out that he says, um, when we absolutely have to and not before. So speak now. Like I, I thought, I thought it was super fun and very on brand and yeah, they see this is why they need Sokka because otherwise they would never get where they need to be on time. Uh, Noel, what what did you take away from the painted lady this time? Well, I I, I really latched onto the same thing that Allison did about what what is our what is our mission here for the group? Is it helping the entire world? Is it helping this one town? Can it be both? Because like in my brain, it's like oh. Well, if we sabotage this factory that's producing metal for the for the war effort, that doesn't that help the war effort to a certain degree? And that argument isn't made, but it's in my brain of like while I was watching that, I was just like, this is a really good counter argument to everything Sokka is saying is that this helps the war effort if we get away. And hang on one second. And now I'm shoe. Um so <laughs> um the other thing that I really, really liked though is just I love their whole, okay, we're going to fight the little self-defense force that shows up to raid the town and destroy it. And just everything about that sequence, I think, is just amazing. Down to the little kid doing a poltergeist-esque, she's coming. And it's just like, it's so good. But then like doing the bellowing with Appa, with the rhythmic things of the earth bending with the columns, it's just it's really delightful and it's genuinely spooky and I really like it. Um, yeah, it's just, it's really, it's really good. It's really thoughtful. And again, they're presenting these kind of complicated concepts of what does it mean to fight a war and who are we fighting it for in really accessible ways that refuse to talk down to their audience. And it's just really fun watching a show do that still. Um, and they managed to save the actual painted lady by getting the river cleaned up somehow miraculously so quickly. <laughs> we all, also all of us because those fish were like it. Thinking about the image, two-headed like, fish turns my stomach <laughs> right now. Like, or the clams and the ooze. Ugh. Yeah, it's very effectively very very gross. Yeah, you know what occurs to me is, in addition to the fact that they both have these lovely eighties pop culture homages uh the first one is an argument for the power of dance and the second one is an argument for the power of theater yes <laughs> mm -hmm. yeah <laughs> which is really cool because when i was watching it i was like i don't know how they're doing this but obviously katara doesn't have big giant terrifying feet so the glimpse behind the scenes at looking at the stagecraft was such a delight um just really wonderful so yeah so thank you avatar for supporting the arts <laughs> <laughs> yeah definitely Oh, so much fun. Um, do we, we Let's talk briefly about Doc and Shu. And what was the third brother? <laughs> I forget. Otherwise, I would have changed over to it by now, but I can't remember his name. It's the guy who really <laughs> loves cleaning up rivers, though. <laughs> yeah, he's all about cleaning up rivers. Um, delightful. 
Uh, Bushi, uh, yeah, was Some, it Bushi? Something like that, I feel like, yeah. Yeah, something like that, yeah. Um, super fun, very, like, that's, it's a kind of, the, the, the kooky, friendly townsperson, like, that's a, a character type, right? We've seen before, I thought this was a, an entertaining addition to that, um, that long, long history of that character type. Uh, and with enough, like, I like the reactions from the, the team, right? Like, the, uh, an, an appropriate amount of, but you're, oh, but you're not, but you were the same. You didn't even leave our site <laughs> so when you changed your hat, you know, and that, that was just absolutely driving some of them bonkers. And then the other ones were just like, okay, sorry, doc now. Yeah. Doc, can you help us? Or is it shoe? It's shoe. Let's just do that. I, I, I thought it was a good blend of, of reactions. I appreciate the through line of all the towns. These kids go to are just weird. Even in the Fire Nation, <laughs> all the towns are weird. <laughs> mm-hmm. Except for, the, you know, the one in the headband, which seems like just a very standard Fire Nation city. Um, but this town is weird. Um, do we have any final thoughts on the Painted Lady? That that, that character design was so cool because we've seen several different spirits. And when, like, you know, I forgot exactly what the character design was. But I was thinking, like, because they've we've already seen, you know, you guys had anticipated the Painted Lady could refer to the Kyoshi Warriors, right? So we've already seen some different representations of, like, painted figures. Um, so I was like, how are they going to make this one distinct? And I thought they absolutely did. Yeah. Yeah. It, um, and seeing how Katara interpreted the, um, the statue that we mm-hmm. see of her was really, you could, and then especially once we actually see the painted lady that they're able to say, what a beautiful ending. Um, looking at sort of all of the different versions and how it is that she managed to recreate that using the things that are just around her was really neat. Yeah, definitely. Great design. Um, one thing I do want to ask um, going forward is that I want to see if anyone anyone picks up on something about the Fire Nation like domestic defense force, the little like patrol folks that we've seen in both of these episodes, and see if you pick up on a trend that kind of is baked into them. We've already seen enough of it in these two episodes for it to be visible, but I'm really curious to see if anyone else picks up on it. Hmm, I haven't yet. Yeah. But I'm on the alert now. Yeah. Okay. Okay. We'll return to that. I would have said something sooner, but I forgot that they start that just like in the headband really, really quickly. So are they all the My Cabbages guy? No, they are not all the My Cabbages guy. (laughs) (laughs) Too bad. Yeah. No, it is too bad. Uh, Marcus says that the Painted Lady design was very uh, Tim Burton-esque. And I think that's an an interesting parallel to draw. Uh Yeah. Um, Yeah. Nice, plenty of spooky um, connections there, and, and like, like, like you're saying, Allison, the theater of it all, the final like showdown or whatever, it's just so fun, and just seeing the the team. Obviously, yes, it's a very serious thing to the pe- for the people who live in this town. It's the dramatic change to their life, but on the scale of the things that they're dealing with right now, this is actually something small. This is something that's manageable and comparatively easy for them. Like with. <laughs> With everything going on in the world right now, I get particularly frustrated when um, people, but also, like, more specifically the people who are supposed to be in charge of things, act like certain issues that we're facing as, like, a local community or, or like, a country are hard. Because some things are really complicated and hard, and some things are not. 
wear a mask isn't hard. <laughs> this is an easy one. <laughs> so, so having, um, getting to watch them t- get a win and get an easy one that they can just do if they decide to to spend the time, if they decide that they are able to spend the time watching them just, this is something concrete we can hold on to and that we can, where we can act absolutely help is just really satisfying. Um, <laughs> Scott, he says, I don't mean to be an asshole, but watching Team Avatar stage the Painted Lady Spirit and scare the Fire Nation, I thought, Lucifer could never. <laughs> Good I mean, they they did they did make Lucifer the worst neighbor ever. Remember him welding? Oh God. There was the welding. Speaking of, Speaking of. I was I was sitting outside writing up a thing this morning and it was like 902 and someone was doing something with a saw on metal next door to me and i thought of you Noel. no we've got someone uh behind our house that normally starts up around eight for some reason it's just like i just want to die sometimes so this guy says all the time we spent trying to figure out absolute boneheaded plots of Lucifer and we instead and instead we had this gorgeous and creative plotting. Um, yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. Kids That's shows, really man. Kids good. shows. It's very good. <laughs> Speaking of, uh, we, we already have our plan for what we're going to watch after we finish Avatar. Yeah. It's all of Murder, She Wrote. Because <laughs> it's available yeah, on of, Peacock all now. All 12 seasons. Um, uh, Marcus says, I do miss future president of Mars Trixie. Yes. Mm-hmm. Um, but so we have, so we will announce that when we get closer to the end of, of Avatar, but I, I have been pondering, like, depend, you know, depending how long we keep doing streaming in place, what will we do after we finish Avatar and this next thing and Lucifer and what's after that? Um, and I don't know if you guys are up for more kids shows, but there are several that are very good that I'm confident Allison hasn't seen, um, but Tom would enjoy. Uh, have you seen, have you guys all seen Gravity Falls? Nope. I was assuming you were going to say Steven. Well, yeah, but we've all seen Steven. And we all well, love Steven. Well, I haven't seen all of Steven. Yeah, I know. That's on you. But I she hasn't seen any you. of Adventure Time. <laughs> that's true. I have not. Yeah. So there's, there's, some, there's some good potential in this vein if we're up for it in the future. Anyway, so listeners, let us know how you feel about that if you have any suggestions. But for right now, uh, let's wrap up our conversation about, about these episodes. If you have any final thoughts, please drop them in the chat. Uh, but, uh, Allison, our next two episodes are episodes uh, four and five. Episode four is Sokka's Master, and episode five is The Beach. So, any predictions? Hmm. Okay, Sokka's master. I assume we're going to meet some kind of really badass, capable soldier and tactician so that Sokka gets to train the way that Katara and Aang have trained. That's a pretty boring guess, but I'll stick with it. And then the beach, I assume, um, is a... Big budget box office behemoth that then totally flops. <laughs> Very Starring deep cut, Allison. Very Leonardo deep cut. DiCaprio. Um, uh, Marcus says, I'm guessing the beach is probably not a Saving Private Ryan D-Day homage. God, I hope not. Oh, my God. Um, no, I wonder if maybe... That's coming later. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I-, I wonder if maybe... Um, 
they get stuck somehow on a on a beach. Okay. Yeah. I don't I don't know. There's somehow like Appa sees a cute bird and chases it and they get stuck on a beach for a while forced vacation Hmm. um i really like both of these episodes um sokka's master i think is a really good episode but the beach is one of my favorite episodes in season three oh good Um, cool i'm so excited for reasons i will enumerate tomorrow um because it takes a convention that i really like and then just goes (laughs) yeah okay Here's how this is going to work. So I really enjoy the beach. Um, so, oh, oh my god, yeah. time loop, time loop, time loop, time loop, time loop. It's it can't not be a bottle a time episode loop. because it's animated. It's not a time loop. Damn. Okay, ruin dinner party. Ruin dinner party. Ruin dinner. It's party. not Palm Springs or anything else. Palm Springs, by the way, listeners, I enjoyed it. It's very good. Alas. Yeah, for the beach, I actually thought there was like a, there was like, I was like, I don't know if she's going to guess this one, but this is definitely the kind of thing I could see Allison guessing and absolutely not. Right. So I won't say whether you have or not, and we'll find out tomorrow. So, <laughs> Mark, Mark, very nice, Marcus. Um, so that will wrap up our conversation for today, and we'll be back tomorrow. Thank you, everyone, for listening. Thank you, Scotty and Keenan slash Sapphire Fire and Marcus and Diego for hanging out in the Zoom, and we'll be back tomorrow. Bye. Bye, everyone. Bye. <laughs>